Over the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a dramatic week that saw Boris forced to finally apologise for the Downing Street lockdown parties, Prince Andrew in hot water as his mum finally lost patience over his US court case, and dramatic news from the set of EastEnders. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get our daily updates at 7am. The week started with pressure from both Labour and Tory MPs on Boris to take action on looming energy price rises. Well, well, I understand how uh, difficult it is for for people. I understand the pressures that people are facing on their uh, on household finances. We've got to help people, uh, particularly people on low incomes. We've got to help people with the cost of their fuel, and that's what we're doing. But while Boris was taking questions on energy prices, one question he wasn't answering was over yet another Downing Street lockdown party. An email from Boris's private secretary has emerged in which he invited more than 100 staff to number 10 and told them all to bring their own booze to make the most of the lovely weather. Boris apparently attended, although we don't know if he brought a bottle of Jack Daniels or a six-pack. This was during the lockdown while you weren't even allowed to sit on a park bench. Labour's deputy leader Angela Rayner says many people who missed funerals and didn't see family during lockdown would be disgusted at this latest party revelation. It's disgraceful and he should be ashamed. Nobody is above the law, including Boris Johnson, and he has to pay for his mistakes. If he's made these mistakes, he should come to the House, tell people what he's been up to, and then he should reflect on that. Not only does it seem that Boris Johnson was breaking his rules, but he's been lying to people as well. And this is completely unacceptable and not what we'd expect from the British Prime Minister. Number 10 is a big department with the garden as as an extension of the office. And when I went into that garden just after six on the 20th of May 2020, I believed implicitly that this was a work event. Boris Johnson finally appeared on Wednesday to explain why he was at a party in the middle of lockdown. Even the Tory benches seemed stunned by the new excuse, but Boris then went on to apologise to all those who had in fact followed the rules. I want to apologise. I know that millions of people across this country have made extraordinary sacrifices. I know the anguish that they have been through and I know the rage they feel with me and with the government I lead when they think that in Downing Street itself the rules are not being properly followed. Labour leader Sakir Starmer wasn't impressed by the excuse or the apology and called on him to resign. After months of deceit and deception, the pathetic spectacle of a man who's run out of road. His defence, his defence, that he didn't realise he was at a party. (laughs) It is so ridiculous that it's actually offensive to the British public. Is he now going to do the decent thing and resign? The artist formerly known as His Royal Highness Prince Andrew. It's more bad news for Andy. In an unprecedented move by the Queen, he's been stripped of all his military titles and royal patronages as he prepares to face a civil case in the United States accusing him of sexual assault. He also won't be able to call himself His Royal Highness anymore and the door's been closed on him returning to public duties. A source close to Prince Andrew said he would continue to defend himself against Virginia Dufresne's allegations, although he'll now have to do it as a private citizen. 
They added that Andrew was unsurprised his bid to dismiss his lawsuit failed, but said the case was a marathon, not a sprint. Sunday Times royal editor Roy Anika told Channel 4 News the move by the Queen meant the end of the Prince's royal life forever. There are no good options left for the Duke of York now, even if he's able to achieve a settlement, which we know from Virginia Dufresne's lawyers was on the table. We're not clear whether Virginia Dufresne is going to accept that. He is never going to get, get back those royal titles and affiliations. That's gone forever. So this hope that we've heard from Prince Andrew for the last couple of years, a hope that he'd be able to return to, to public duties and clear his name. The Queen has now completely shut the gate and there's no way back. Joe Biden had a tough day on Thursday as first the Supreme Court blocked his vaccine mandate by a 6-3 majority. Then, after a passionate speech in Georgia during the week where he pledged to defend American democracy, Democrats failed in their attempt to break the Senate deadlock and pass legislation to protect voting rights. Two Democratic senators, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, refused to back the move, which meant the bill didn't pass. Speaking on Capitol Hill, President Biden said this is not over yet. Like every other major civil rights bill that came along. If we missed the first time, we could come back and try it a second time. We missed this time. I don't know that we can get it done, but I know one thing. As long as I have a breath in me, as long as I'm in the White House, as long as I'm engaged at all, I'm going to be fighting to change the way these legislatures have moving. Thank you. Still to come on the standout seven, Novak Djokovic had a tough week down under and we pay tribute to music legend Ronnie Spector right after this. Welcome back. Novak Djokovic has been in the news all week, winning his court case on Monday against the Australian government, then having to clean up misinformation about his positive COVID test. He said his team made a mistake in his visa application and that he made a mistake in attending an interview with French magazine L'Equipe after he'd tested positive in December. He did get included in the draw for the Australian Open as the number one seed, but then late on Friday, the Australian immigration minister cancelled his visa again. One Australian who's made up his mind on the whole situation is cricketer Shane Warne. It just seems an absolute embarrassing mess. First of all, Novak Djokovic is well entitled to not be jabbed, to be jabbed, whatever he wants. That's his choice. But it's also Australia's choice to not let him in. Would you, Adam and Eve it? Danny Dyer's quitting EastEnders after nine years in Albert Square. He's reportedly been poached for a new Sky drama series, but don't cry into your pint just yet, he'll still be in the Queen Vic until later this year. As for what he's going to do next, he recently said on his podcast he'd like to have a stab at cracking the United States. I'd still like to have a go at America. Yeah, you would like to go to Why America. Not? Why the f*** not? Yeah. Yes, I'm 44. Why not have one final crack at the whip? You know, bring a little documentary crew with me and stuff and sort of film the whole thing and, and film the failures. Icon and Renette's frontwoman Ronnie Spector has died aged 78. She'd been ill with cancer for some time. She formed the Ronettes with her sister and cousin in 1957, and Phil Spector produced the majority of their hits. She married him in 1968, but he locked her away from the world, and after four years, she literally had to escape, as she told Jules Holland back in 1998. It was a happy marriage for about a year, yeah. till I realised I was in a maximum security locker. Then I actually escaped with my mother, and she said, can the girl have some sunshine? She never gets out. And Phil looked down at my feet, and he saw that I didn't have any shoes on. And he said, fine. 
And that's how I never went back. Zendaya is due to play Ronnie in a biopic based on her autobiography called Be My Baby, How I Survived Mascara, Miniskirts and Madness. Rest in peace, Ronnie. Seven, the best of the week from the Smart Seven. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. with the Sunday Seven. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dog.